0: Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl-Sunna and Jemaah. Nika'a dukhe dil ka marham. Nika'a masno, dukhe dil ka marham. Yeh farma gaye, hai karram. Ye farma gaye, hai rasul mu karram. Ye shadi hai shak. محبت کا زینہ یہ شادی ہے بے شک محبت کا زینہ باہاروں کی آمد صبا کا ترنم باہاروں کی آمد صبا کا ترنم نکاہ قد مسنو دکھے دل کا مرہم یہ فرما گئے ہے رسول مکرم as-salamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh ahallan wa sahallana wa marahaban bikum It's a beautiful Tuesday morning on our program The Bliss of Marriage I see Haji Sulaiman Esop, he's looking as if, uh, you know, he's he's not, yeah, he says Jimulana 100% <laughs> He's not like fasting today Subhanallah, subhanallah Well it's good, it's good It's good sometimes to be to be in a happy mood, to be in a happy vibe. Don't let the rosa get you. You know, I always tell my friends, you know what, you must get the rosa. The rosa mustn't get you. My beloved, wonderful listeners of uh, Markeza Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal well, Jama'ah. Yes, he's my engineer, Haji Suleyman Esop, and of course, Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatia indeed is the name. And... Uh, we want to welcome our beloved, wonderful listeners of 30SFM, Haji Faisal Asmal and Hafiz Yusuf Asmal and Company. And, um, I want to welcome, uh, our beloved, wonderful listeners of Markat Sahaba, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Remember, our WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132. 084-786-3132. International overseas listeners plus 2784. 786-3132 3, 3, Ustad, it's a beautiful Tuesday morning uh, Welcome to the bliss of marriage Assalamu alaikum Wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Ustad
1: Wa alaikumussalam Wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Barakallahu fikum Wa arafat Jazakallahu khairan.
0: I see somebody says here If a husband's visa is not approved On the rebel mufti AK Can the wife and daughter travel alone To neighboring countries Anonymous Ustad
1: Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala rasulil Karim amma All praise due to Almighty Allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu حبيبنا صلى الله عليه وسلم سے لا يحل للمراه ان تسافر فوق ثلاثه ايام ولياليها الا مع ذي محرم لها That The Mustafa's hadith on this topic are very, very clear, that once a lady wants to travel, then the hadith in Mishkat, Mustafa Ahmed, then she must travel with a husband or she must travel with a maharim, maharim is maharam, so the plural of it, a father, her brother, her son, who is baligh, mature like that. So what you are suggesting, whether it's neighboring country or whether it's in the country, you want to go from Joburg to Durban, you want to go from Johannesburg to Cape Town, P.E., so all that totally haram, even for women to go for Umrah. Remember, group of ladies going now, so you find it's becoming common now. All that absolutely haram in Islam, and all four schools agree on it. As far as the Saudis still allowing the women to go alone, all that is not sharia you must remember all that is tahrif they're changing the religion of Islam what their concocted fatwas and fabrications and so forth if a lady is 40 years old or 50 years old or whatever then she can go for umrah and hajj without a mahram all that is rejected in Islam so we must be very very clear on all these issues totally haram in Islam it is who said there's,
0: uh, there's uh, two questions here one says can I pay my my wife zakat on her behalf and can my wife receive zakat as she is not earning an income standard?
1: Here yeah, there are two, three separate questions. Question number one, can you pay her zakat? Can you pay her sadaqatul fitr? So remember, very good, that you can do. But before you pay it with your money, you must inform her. You must tell her, oh honey, that your money for zakat, thousand rand, five thousand, ten thousand, whatever it is, I'll be paying it. Not you pay it and she's not aware of it. So before payment, you must inform her about it. Same thing, fitra, 35 rand per person, minimum, you must pay. So you inform your wife, oh darling, oh poppy, I'm paying on your behalf. And you have to pay on behalf of your minor children. That's compulsory, remember that. Can you give zakat to your wife? Totally haram it is. It's your wife. You must spend on her from your money. So your zakat is not valid. is not discharged. Remember that. Similarly, the wife cannot give the husband zakat. Also, so remember for zakat all matter large. Allah Jalla has mentioned in chapter Surah nine, verse number sixty-six-zero. The eight different categories Sober husband to give wife Wife to give husbands Parents to give children Children to give parents All that is haram and not permissible And if you did so You have to repay your zakat Because your zakat is not discharged
0: 0847863132 A listener says uh, Muftisab, can my wife charge my mother Rent for staying in her outbuilding
1: ustad? so if the house you must remember belongs to your wife so in a case like that she can charge you also rental so you must remember because the owner's responsibility is on you you must provide the house and so forth So this house, for example, belongs to your wife, and you are staying there. And then remember your mother, that is her mother-in-law is living in the outbuilding. If she wants to, she can charge this. 100% halal for her to do so. So because you, the husband, you have to provide the shelter for her. So if she doesn't charge, she's just doing a favor. But if she wants to charge rental to your mother, her mother-in-law, to charge you also for rental, it'll be permissible for her. Because you must Remember you have to be paying for the rental You must pay for the water lights You must pay for the maintenance All that Because why? You are the one who's the husband If she's not charging you She's just doing you a favor brother So you should remember that <laughs> Allahu Akbar Subhanallah Somebody
0: says here Mufti uh, uh, uh At what age can my daughter get married? She wants to get married she's only sixteen years old to start
1: very good Sayyida fatima radiallahu anha married Sayyida ali radiallahu anha in the second year of the hijrah after the battle of badr and if you want a reference of this go open musannaf abdul Razak, you will find it and what was her age Sayyida Fatima, radiyallahu age. Obviously, Habibuna Mustafa, Rasulullah, sallallahu alaihi wasallam performed the nikah. She was 15 years and 5 months, say 15 and a half years old. So if your daughter wants to get married at the age of 16, is it permissible? Islamically, it's permissible. But is it desirable? That's a question. No, it's not desirable in this day, this age. 90% of our daughters are spoiled brats. I mean, let us be honest about this. That day, your father, father never raised his voice. They nadan. They don't even know what is real life and so forth. That husband will just make big eyes and one day shout at her and all that the huzu will break. And then she will phone you and tell you, but this man is shouting me and screaming and so forth. So, they are mature. But are they mentally mature? That's the thing. She don't get married at the age of six at the age of 17 she'll become a mother and all that so she must think of all these issues so you are the parents you know better than me about your daughter I am just giving general advice so is it permissible Islamic 100% permissible is it desirable no it's not desirable in this day and this age where we have spoiled our daughter so much can she cook first of all I'm asking you if you leave her in the kitchen and then the husband comes can she make a proper meal for her husband? Can she make biryani? Can she make akni? Can she make chicken? Can she do all this? Thing? Can she make roti, samosas, bhajas? And we just get our daughter married? So it becomes a recipe for disaster. Husband is not interested in how many degrees you got and how many aha you know and whatever. He is interested in can you run the house? So these are the practical issues you have to worry about. Therefore, we say that for you, instead of sending your daughters to university and college, we say it's haram also, so they must go every day and so forth. So rather teach them the real skills of life. You must remember that, that how to cook, how to sew, how to run a house. So all that is what Islam will encourage.
0: (laughs) My husband is an accountant, Ustada, but lies. He lies so much. I don't even know what's true anymore. And also, he doesn't want to give me access to his phone, Ustada.
1: Yes, you must remember that if he gives you access to his phone, he will say you're going to finish up all his money and then you will find all the mechanics there. You know mechanics. (laughs) So you must remember this type of thing. Some people they write down mechanic. Somebody write plumber. Somebody write blah, you understand builder. So, but these are all the code names for the ladies they have contact with. You must remember somebody girlfriend. Somebody secretary. Somebody does. So some, I'm not saying your husband is doing it. I'm speaking generally. So therefore, he don't want you. Must see that. So you must make dua now. So for you, 27 night is today. So you must make dua and ask Allah Ta'ala, Ya Wadudu, Ya Wadudu, Ya Wadud. Wa ya Allah grant us such spouses and such children that are the coolness of the eyes and remember your husband should be told that when he keeps on lying lying he has brought in his life the quality of the hypocrites habibuna yeah. sallallahu <laughs> alaihi hadith authentic hadith bukhari sharif Ayatul Munafik is the qualities of the hypocrites are three. Ida when they speak they speak lies. Wa waada Akhlaf. And when they make promises, they don't honor it, they just break it, violate it. Wa Ida Khan. And when you give them Amanat, they make Khiyanat in Amanat, they commit breach of trust. And another hadith says in Muslim Sharif and so forth, وَإِذَا Idaha Sama فَجَرًا And when you get involved in an argument and so forth, they will speak to you in Chinese and Greek and Portuguese. All the f and everything will come out. So these are the signs you must remember of people who are hypocrites and so forth. So you must tell him why you must know what you're doing. You're moving further and further away from Islam.
0: <laughs> Allahu Akbar, subhanAllah. Somebody says here, uh Mufti Sapak, please explain Talakul Muhalada. Please here Mufti Sap he made a mistake out of anger then
1: nobody gives talaq when they're making love you know so when the husband gave three talaq you must remember it's three we're not Christians we are Muslims Trinity they say three is one and one is three so finish now if he gave you three talaq the marriage is over according to all four schools and the hadith is in Bukhari Sharif so nobody can argue it also so finish no sense looking for excuse it was in anger and it was thus and thus and all these type of things you must be sitting in Iddat and he must leave the home and if it is your house and if it is his house then he must make alternative arrangement yet either you move out then you go and he must pay for all the expenses or either he moves out and the Iddat expenses till then all that he must pay for everything and you cannot remarry him you cannot reconcile him with him and so forth and all that story about after three talak then you just get married after the Iddah for one hour, one day, all that, all that is haram. Nabi alayhi salatu salam said lahu. Allah tell us curse is on both parties the first husband and second husband and still she won't be halal for the first husband that is the fatwa you must remember that Shafi'is, Malikis, Hanbalis and Imam Abu Yusuf, Imam Muhammad so we give the fatwa on that she's not halal for the first husband so we must be very very clear on all these issues
0: mm. Uh, the sister says, uh, Usta that he is going to Cape Town to get the fatwa you right? he, just... he
1: can go to Cape Town, You can go to Hong Kong. You go back to him, you're living in sin, and every moment Allah tell us curse is on you. Hmm. Don't fool yourself, sister. I'm telling you nicely. You can go to the MJC and come with the fatwa and all it, because hmm. that is their fatwa. They'll tell you, no, three is one and all this. You're living in sin, and you must remember Allah tell us curse is on you. And if you have children, the Harami children remember, illegitimate children. So that is all loopholes you look for, remember. Islam is not about loopholes. So I'm telling you nicely, you're not halal, remember that. I got their fatwa myself, you Mm. must remember that. That They tell you that Shafi'is, Maliki's, Hanafi's, Hanbali's, all say three is three, but they say no, that they follow the fatwa of Ibn Taymiyyah. So why are you following Ibn Taymiyyah suddenly and so forth? So therefore, that is loopholes. It's playing with deen. You must remember that.
0: Yeah, Allah. Allahu Akbar. Somebody says, I have two questions to start. One is, is it permissible to use pigeons' blood for stroke patients? And second question is, is me and my wife is arguing about vaccinating the kids they went for vaccine but i told her no more vaccinations it's not good for them now she's trying to make her own ways to take them is it permissible and what would muftisabh recommend ustad
1: all vaccinations are haram finish for children for adults all day don't you see always covered what fools they made you that we told you from day one, and all these Molvis and all of them, and doctors who were getting kickbacks, we must name them and shame them. We must remember that. Today, somebody asked me a question, you understand? So I told him that go tell your Molvis who closed the masjids that they will wake up with Abu Jahal on day of Qiyamah. He did that job. When people want to go for salat, he prevented people. So, what you did, same thing when Nabi said you must curse the Shias and people who swear Sahaba you say no you must keep quiet so you'll wake up with the Shias and so forth hmm. and remember you go to court to close the masjid you go to court to go there you must remember with the lesbian so tomorrow you'll wake up with the lesbian and so forth that a clear cut ahadith of, of Nabi so we must be clear on those issues from day one we told you that all this is haram You must remember these things here regarding the pigeon blood and all these type of things see there's a law in islam things that are normally haram you must remember that but if there is no alternative and it is matter of, you know, that people's life and death or condition is bad and so forth, so stroke is a very bad thing. Allah ta'la protect us at all time, all places, all situations. Therefore, we must always read this dua. Allahumma inni, a'udhu becoming sayyil asqam. Ya Allah, I seek your protection from the dreaded illnesses and sicknesses. So, in a case like that, remember if you use that pigeon blood and apply it on your face or wherever, so the fatwa will be, yes, as a last last resort, it is permissible
0: 84 mm. Usad, it says a human cannot change her surname to her husband's after marriage please discuss Ustad
1: all wrong all that you must remember is all these Salafis, Salafis got very shallow understanding of Deen. Majority of them, I don't say all. So they will tell you you can see now what the Murtad bin Shaitan is doing there. So for over a thousand years in the haramain sharifain twenty Rakats Taravi. Now past four years ten Rakats Tari. You see that? So that's exactly the point I'm making. They will tell you all these funny things. They'll tell you tarawis, eight rakats and ten rakats. They will tell you that three talaks are not three and is one and so forth and so on. They will tell you this normal, ordinary socks. You can just make the masa on it. All this are rejected by, Ima Arba'a, by the four schools and so forth. So therefore, you must remember that for us, we must follow the four schools and so forth, not go and follow follow our own ideas and so forth. See, I give you a lesson that, and always, especially you students and ulama, Shaykhul Islam ibn Taymiyyah is on top. Then you have ibn Qayyim al jawziyah rahimahullah. These are great scholars. You don't mean we agree with them on everything, but they are great scholars. Then ibn Qayyim al-Jawziyyah student is who? ibn Rajab al-Hambali. ibn Rajab al-Hambali wrote a book which I have by me. A refutation of those people who follow anybody else, anything else besides the four schools. So that is what we wrote. The Salafis, they hide all these kitab, but we have it, Alhamdulillah. Yeah. So you must remember for a lady who's married, she got three options. She can maintain and retain her own maiden name, her surname, all permissible. She wants to take the husband's surname, all permissible. They use the ayat Surah 33, verse 5. That is Lil Not for, that is for Ulaad. That is not for, you must remember, Zivaj. So that is for the children, adopted children, and all that. It's nothing to do with marriage, that ayat there. They confuse issues. Their fuses are blown, you know. So either she maintains or retains her own surname, Either she adopts the husband's surname or either third option that she has a double barrel surname that she can maintain her name, surname, and she uses her husband's name. So you must remember that that's what we have done. So my wife, she got her name and she got my surname. So that is also Jai's. So you have a double barrel surname, you see. So that also is permissible, alhamdulillah.
0: Ustad, in your questions and answers on Monday night, you once mentioned if we owe money and cannot locate the person who we owe it, can it be given to poor people? Can I give it to my sister or daughter, Ustad?
1: Totally haram. You must remember that you must give it to the people who now, you took money, thousand, then hundred thousand from A, B, C, You must go look for that person. You can't locate him. Go look for that person's ears and family. So that person's family must get it. Not your family must get it. Totally haram that is.
0: So how do we become mentally mature, Ustad? Does it uh, come automatically,
1: Ustad? No, you must remember mentally mature means you know how to run the household. You know what his is responsibilities You know what is expected of you and so forth. Take a Muslim girl today grown up in South Africa, generally, put a hundred of them there, 15, 16 years old, and ask them, can you run a house? Ask them hopeless, useless, good for nothing. You must remember that. The masters in TV program. the masters were playing with the phone and masters in playing with internet. And they can't make one roti, they can't make one samosa. So what are you going to do by your husband and all that? Dial roti and dial a samosa and dial a bhaja and all these kind of things. Yeah. Hmm. So, but they to blame and the parents are more to blame because the parents, the parents, <laughs> The hadith in Mishkat Sharif, when you love somebody, you love something, you become blind. Love is blind. In Islam, we say love is blind and deaf. You say, no, 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 they're still young, they're still young, they're still young. I remember, you must remember, that when we were growing up, my mother would be teaching my sisters, you must remember, both of them alive, alhamdulillah. Mm. So remember from the age of 6, 8, 9, 10, 12, how to run a home. Do this, do this, do this, do this. They learned everything at home. So you must remember, they learn how to cook, they learn how to sew, they learn how to, you must remember washing and everything, ironing. Or, you tell your daughter to iron and see if she irons. She'll mm. burn all the clothing, so you must remember this type of thing. You try it and see. You tell your fifteen year old daughter, Kurta, and see what will happen. She'll burn the old kurta. So that is what I'm speaking about. Irresponsible. I speak of majority. Hopeless, useless, good for nothing. Because your parents have spoiled them and made them spoil brats. Mm. Let me be honest about that. All day, my little degree, my little poppy, my little darling. Nobody is saying you mustn't give. You must give them. But would that teach them what is responsibility? You must remember that they must know how to run a house. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> the husband is not interested in all your degrees and how many Quran ayats you know and Hadith you know and must. He wants to know: Can you run his house? Can you look after his children? So that is what Islam is teaching.
0: I see. There's a brother here from Pretoria. He says, "Bah, very, very true." Uh, me and my wife, alhamdulillah, no problem. But my wife just can't cook. Her mother didn't teach her. So what my wife does, ninety percent she buys takeaway food to
1: start. Ah, to kulae uthai uthai ba. So you must remember that to to kali mal nariye ne jamal nariye. You see, he called me Ba, so therefore I spoke to him in man. you see. So I asked him that when your wife can cook and all these things, yeah, then for what you went to propose there and all these things, yeah? You only saw how smart and beautiful, attractive, gorgeous she was, or you just saw the bank balance, you understand? So that is the problem I'm speaking about. Practical problem. Here yeah, you can hear the guy speaking. Now, what he must do every day, eat. You must remember what? Fish and chips. What he must eat every day, eat, buy from here and there. And half these places we say are not even permissible. You must remember these type of things here. Yeah. So, my, me, I say, I tell you something. Very few of you will know. I came here to Lens, they'll understand, 2001 January. We were here, Channel Islam, if you'll know, there in lands, we were there for seven years. Then they moved that side there to that, you understand, Robertsham area and all that. So anyway, so our officers, studios were on top. At the bottom were the deboniers and steers. Now they all moved from there and all that. Where they gone, I don't know. In that 17 years I was with them, so I ate once. Uh, they force me, you understand, that you must eat. I told them, okay, bring one vegetarian, one other. So, this type of thing. For me personally, I'm speaking about, I don't eat these things there. It's very, very, you must remember. I'm not saying everyone is haram, but it's very, very un Islamic. See, I give you one easy example. Then, like, akal, you must use, you know. And when they bring everything to you, see. You go to a restaurant, mm. you order from ABC, it looks very nice outside. But who prepared it? Those people prepared it when they went to relieve themselves, they never made istinja. Do they make istinja? Mm. I'm asking you. Now imagine such people prepared it who don't make istinja and you're making oh, oh, oh shabash, bring it, bring it. That's why we have so many vices also. There are multiple reasons. But this is one of the reasons. You must remember that. Quran says so. Eat that, consume that which is pure, not only halal. halal and It must be pure and wholesome. Then you will be motivated for good actions. You will wake up for Fajr. You will wake up for Tahajjud. You will do this, you will do that. But eat all this haram or all these mashkuk and doubtful things. So you will be then more incited and motivated towards vices. You mm. must remember this type of thing. Now I'm asking you. Moana, you eat from there, I know. Mm, mm, I'm mm. asking you, is that a fair question or not? Mm. No, 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 I understand. that who prepared those things there? Mm. To the biggest ninja. Yeah. Do mm. mm. they wash mm. their hands, first of all, properly? How we supposed to wash? But we now at ah, So you see, these are things you must think about. Mm. Yeah. You know, I tell you, if you study the life of the awliyaullah, the Oliyahullah say that if you are eating and so forth in public and so forth, then you must see people are not even looking at your food. Because the evil eye, you must inal hmm. ayna So much precaution hmm. they should take and so forth. Now me and you today we don't We don't bother of these things here. Yeah. That's why our children are so rebellious and so forth. What you think today is happening. There's order, does order, does order, does so. What you doing the whole day, so understand these things
0: here. Mm -hmm. Allahu Akbar. Uh, I see Abbas says, uh, he says, what? Bone in the eye, Ostad. <laughs>
1: uh, bone in the eye, she's still very young. You understand? Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. That's our memantal.
0: Uh. <laughs> I I Karisab also from UK says, G, I think Muftisab should talk about this. A lot of our young girls, young daughters, they into takeaway food and ordering takeaway food and et cetera. Ostad, it does but not bring up. Karis,
1: Karisab, I don't agree with that argument totally. That is true. But who do you blame? Mm. Secondary blame will come on the children. But the primary blame will come on who? On the parents. You must remember this. If the parents, I remember, my mother would make three proper meals for us. My mother, the other day I was thinking and I started crying also. At three o'clock in the morning, she used to wake up when I was doing heaps. And so forth, that time no electric stove and all these things here. Yeah. She would be putting the hood and putting the lakri, lacri and putting the koila and the coal and all these things here. Yeah. And then I was learning, but I used to see what she's doing and all this stuff. Then she'll prepare for me the milk and this and this and because four o'clock I have to leave and this type of things. And then when you come home, your breakfast is ready. You come from school, your lunch is ready. You come from Madrasa and you play and that your supper is ready. All fresh, fresh. No, all this mortuary business and all mm-hmm. that. <laughs> put in this one and put a hundred rotis there. And the, no, no, nothing like that. Everything fresh, fresh. She used to, to every day for us chicken you must remember this kind of thing so that is what you call halal and tayyiba today we become all plastic because why all the time eating from outside eating from mochery. you know mochery, all this frozen frozen things and all that so that's why it's very very bad I'm telling you you, why, you must look properly. Why your children behave like this? You must remember that. Half of them have gone crazy before they even, you understand, reach there. Because all day they're watching TV and whole day they're eating from outside. Day and night and weekends and that. So you can't have a normal lifestyle there.
0: Hmm. Uh, Ustad, I think maybe the listener is not understanding She says, the sister says I heard you saying on Ustad, Shafi's must keep Khadar Rosa as well As pay Fidia for must Rosa due to pregnancy And breastfeeding Is my understanding correct, Ustad?
1: Yes, 100% If the fear is You must remember for your child You are keeping You are not Take the Masla from the start You are not fasting now Because you are pregnant so I ask you why you're not fasting you say no you got fear for your child you understand that harm will come to the child and so forth so then according to Shafi'is so when you keep Qadha you will have to keep one Qadha and for every fast you have to pay 10 rin also with it that is the Shafi'i school and according to Hanafis it's only Qadha and no payment no fidya so that is the fatwa of the Shafi'i school system just
0: one more question Ustad a person has mental illness and although he does not have an income of his own because of his illness his immediate family are taking care of his financial needs the question is, is it permissible to give this person zakat to
1: sad? not permissible, you must remember that because Zakat will be given to people who are down and out. They don't have income. They don't have anybody to look after or so forth and so on. So this person here is not stable. Allah protect us and so forth. But his brothers or his family are there. So then we will say, it's not permissible. We are today abusing Zakat. The Therefore, I tell you, 90%, 80% of organizations organization, in simple words, they're pocketing your money. You must remember mm. that. They will use wages there. They will push up their offices there. They will use hila upon hila. So they'll call one student and say, that yes, 100,000. If you had 100,000, what you will do? say, no, give to Madrasa. He say, yes, 100,000. After two minutes, you give it to the Madrasa. Jai is all that. We play with the deen of Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala. So think properly. Don't a nation that made hilas and loopholes and all the shortcuts. We made them into monkeys, despicable monkeys, Quran says. So we must be clear on all these issues.
0: Hmm. Well, let's go for an interval. It's 22 minutes to 12. Don't go away, my beloved wonderful listeners of Merkazah Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jamaah. Marcus Sahaba The Voice of Ahla Sunnah Wal Jemah Marcus Sahaba The Voice of Ahla Sunnah Wal Jemah well it's uh, 20 minutes uh, to 12, it's a beautiful Tuesday morning and I see everyone is in a good mood uh, I see Hazrat Ustad, I see Hazrat Haji Suleiman S of Mashallah I think maybe because Eid is on Saturday inshallah <laughs> Ustad, uh, I don't know when Ustad made uh, uh, your Khatam Ustad, your Quran Khatam I think tonight or last night Somebody wants to know when completing the Quran Sharif Must we read Alhamdulillah until the first Ruku and then make do? what must we do Ustad?
1: Both ways is very good question. Both ways is totally jai-is. So one is you come there, minal jinnati nas, and then you complete the Quran Sharif. So totally permissible. And remember what I taught you, that Alhamdulillah, from Surah Waduha downwards, then if you're reading your Quran Sharif out of Salat, Then after every surah, وَأَمَّا بِنِّعْمَةِ رَبِّكَ فَحَدِّثْ أَلَّهُ أَكْبَرُ And then you go to Bismillah al-Amnashirah, then, tafan, swabwa ila rabbika farghab, Allah akbar. If you want a reference of this, open tafsir ibn Kathir, go open ma'ariful Quran, and you will see in this new print of the miasfam Quran. I see they put it on the margin. So, alhamdulillah, that is a good thing they did also. So, anyway, you must remember, so that is permissible. But there's a hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif, when it comes to Quran, then al-lahal al murtahil words like that come. When you finish one, then start another one. You understand? So it means that you can read from there Surah Baqarah, Alif Mim, and then you read the first five verses. Ulaaika ala hudam mir Rabbim wa muflihun and then you make ruku. So both ways is permissible, remember. So and uh, when you make Khatmul Quran, then make special du'a. Du'as are accepted, remember that. So you're in South Africa, and for you it's 27 night to night, so you make Khatmul Quran, very good acceptance. Excellent. Somebody asked me that where you got this from 27 nights, so I said in Fatawa Alamgiri, Fatawa Hindiya, the Arabs call it. So how many ayats in the Noble Quran? 6236. How many, verses? How many ayats? 6236. How many surahs? 114. How many rukus in the Quran? 540. So every night you read 20 rakats. So when you read 20, 20, 20, 20 every night, so then you will finish on 27 nights. So that is how you get 540 rukus also. So we're not saying it's a must or something, but we say that 90% Laylatul Qadr is on 27 nights. So therefore, what Laylatul Qadr? You complete the Quran Sharif. It's excellent, alhamdulillah.
0: Hmm. So somebody wants to know yeah they think that uh Mufti Saab, can you use an asthma pump whilst fasting and of course the spray that you spray on your nostril to start?
1: Any medication that will go through your mouth, through your nose, through the back passage will break the fast. So the fatwa is those people, Allah protect us, but you are suffering from asthma attacks and so forth. And then you use that asthma pump and that nasal spray and what have you. So that will nullify the fast and one qada.
0: Do we have to be a murid to stand under the banner on the day of judgment will I be left behind because I am not a follower of these sheikhs if yes there's so many fake people around how do
1: we choose the standard? very good question you must remember my brother sometime in life instead of giving long long explanation I just give you a simple explanation you, my brother, you are in Benoni, Boxburg. or I just heard in the news now that when I went out there to some work and said, let me hear 702. So there they said Benoni, Boxburg, and there no power, no electricity, no water also. Now imagine all these kind of things here. Yeah. And for not only today, for two, three days it's going on like that. Allah protect us. Allah have mercy on us. Remember that. So let's say you are from that part of the world. So therefore, I just use it as an example. So now you are ill. You got now, you understand, stomach paining, this paining, that paining. You got 20, 50 doctors there in that area. But you, your mind is set, your heart is set on one doctor. Isn't it so? We normally have a family doctor. So you go to him. But there are another 10, 20, 30 doctors. When you see that doctor in whom you have confidence, you just come into his rooms already, are you feeling half better? When he gives you the injection, medication, whatever, then you're feeling right already because you have that confidence in him, you see? The others, you don't have that confidence. So for our spiritual illness for our spiritual illness we have pride we have jealousy we have anger we have excessive love for wealth and the dunya and glitter glamour of this world so look for a person whose belief structure is right. All these characters who are Shias, or the Qadianis, or they are sitting on the fence and all that. When you sit on the fence, you know, they play tabla both sides. You know, they hit this way and that way the drum. So all these kind of characters, you must stay far away from them. You must remember that. Second one is this: that when you want to become murid or whatever you, so you must go to such a person who is following the Sharia. See, I give you three, four easy signs. If women are coming by him and they kissing his hand, and Allah knows where else they kiss him, so that is a fake shake. You understand? Remember, it's totally haram, this type of thing. Two. That if that sheikh is promoting TV and all that, it's a fake sheikh. You must remember this type of thing. Third one, you get some of the Sheikh, they say, mm. so They say, no, we don't read Namaz, yet. we read in Makkah It's a fake sheikh. You understood? then it's 100% I agree with you today majority because they know the masses are asses you know that they can just make them fools and gullible tell them one two nice stories of Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani and tell them one two nice stories of Hazrat Junaid Baghdadi say wah wah shabash kalander char number you understand and these type of things here yeah. so if a person don't have knowledge of Quran and Sunnah you can't become Sheikh and all these type of things here yeah. so you must consult the right ulama and mm-hmm. so forth and to say if you don't have a sheikh then you are guilty there's no such thing like that you must remember that they say mm-hmm. so all that is fabrications our aim in life must be to follow Quran Sharif, Sunnah Mubarakah, follow Sahaba, follow the awliyaullah, and follow the four schools of thought. That is Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Remember that. But if you have a sheikh, we will say it's better. But mm. we don't say it's compulsory. So mm. we should remember that nicely.
0: I see there's another question that came regarding this, what you're saying, we'll that A sister from uh, Binoni, she says that our sheikh also told us when your takwa is high, you can sit on a mustella, and a mustella will take you, will fly with you around the stad.
1: How mm-hmm. true is that? So you must remember that. Hazrat Hassan Basri Rahimahullah, Hazrat Rabia Basriya Rahimahullah, they used to say, if you see people flying also in the air, <laughs> or people walking on water, but they're against the Sunnah, not practicing on the teaching of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, so you must know that these people are fake peers. You understand? That is what they used to teach. So what is the sign? So even non-Muslims, they fly. So what are you going to say? So they even walk on water. You go to India and all that. I saw myself that people, they walking on the fire. People, you are know, doing funny, funny things. So that is Sihar. That is Jadu. It is witchcraft and so forth and so on. So therefore, don't get fooled with this type of mm-hmm. things Yeah, That the real peer and the real sheikh, you must remember, is he who is paband, what is sunnah. and it, it doesn't have to be flying in the air and all this type of thing. That are the people who fool the masses. You must remember this type of thing.
0: The sister says he flies at night to start.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're not there, he flies to make you all fools. You understand? You <laughs> must remember that. He know you're gullible. So this type of thing. He flies at night without lights. When there's a loce, <laughs> when there's loce, then he must be landing somewhere else. You understand? Come tell us all your fairy tale stories here. Me, I reject all this. You understand? Fly at night. Fly at kite at night. (laughs) I see, I just leave my ass off. He's finished, Ustad. will we get judged by what our
0: husbands, they say? That if he's not happy, then Allah is not happy also. But I do everything Islamically, and he swears me, he treats me badly, and I cook and clean, and I see to the kids, Ustad.
1: You must remember that they wouldn't take that hadith just like that. The husbands, they'll turn it and twist it in their favor. They will forget the Quranic verse. You must show him Surah 4, Surah Nisa, verse 19. That you husbands is compulsory upon you. You must treat your wives and your children with love, with respect and justice. That's what Quran is saying there. Go to the Hadith Sunnah Mubarakah. He (laughs) Habibuna (laughs) Sallallahu Alaihi Sallam said Khayrukum Khirukum Li Ahalikum, some places Khayrukum, some places Khiyarukum, both ahadikam. So the best of you are the best of you to your wives and children. And I, wa ana khayrukum I am the best to my wives and my children. Authentic hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif and Siddiqah that Aisha reports it, narrates it. So, therefore, then when the husband is pleased with the wife, that is in things that are permissible and not in haram things, Mm. and if your husband is blowing his gasket and all that and getting angry, because must he wants you to do haram things, watch the movies, watch the porn, do all oral business and all, all the haram things like that, and then he's getting upset, so there's no sun upon you, the sun is on him, so the way you pose your question, remember that there's nothing wrong you doing, the wrong he is doing, and he's not appreciating you and so forth and so on, so the sun is on him, not on you, so Islam remember this is always the the beauty of Islam. It will teach the husband A, B, C. It will tell the wife X, Y, Z. Both parties have to play their, for their role. It will tell the teacher you must do A, B, C. Tell the student X, Y, Z. Parents, children, employer, employee, neighbors, whatever it is, our interaction with people always is a two-way street. It's not a one-way street, so always remember that.
0: Ustaz, the sister wants to know from uh, Bosman, is Muftisab a murid of anyone else? Or can we become your murid, Ustaz?
1: No, no, no. Me, I don't have no murid. One murid I have. Uh-huh. I have my wife. One man, one vote. You understand? So how many votes I got? One vote. You must remember. My wife. So you must remember these things here. So yes, alhamdulillah, come, I give you. Now the program is ending. Mm. So I give you all my, you like stories, and that's so how I give you stories. When I was a young boy, mm. so I'm in Heidelberg growing up, Now imagine a seven-year-old boy, six-year-old boy, seven. My parents are going. So I ask them, where you are going? You say, going, Leslie. I say, me, I'm coming with. So uh So this type of thing. For what I'm going, I myself don't know. But I jump in with them. Only three of us. Sometimes my brothers or sister would come. That time nobody was really married and so. But most, 90% I used to go. So we go there. Then Hazrat Muhammad Zubed Ali Nawar Allah Marqadahu Mama Ji. Who is Mama Ji? So Mama Ji was there. He came from Tonk. Tonk is there in India. When he came, he came here to Stanerton. If you go to Stanerton now, the town masjid, there where they had floods and all that recently. So, around there, my nani ma, my nana pe, my. my I, I saw them all. So, my my maternal grandmother, maternal grandfather, they all. And my mother, all of them. And my masi and my aunties, and all of them. My mama, all of them, they used to live there. And uh, None of them were married. Slowly, slowly, then they got married. So, they used to live in the ten shanties. You understand? Like that. Simple structures and all. So now my Nanima, so you must remember, my mother's mother, that she passed away 27 night Ramadan. Such a very pious person she was. So she used to cook everything from Amaji, you see. So Azad Munoz took her as his sister. Sister meaning that she will make this khidmat of cooking and all this. So he used to make so much du'a. Afterwards, the family came and all that. So my mama, so my mother's brother, so my Hafiz Umar, Rahim Amullah, he was Waliyullah, the first member Hafiz in the history of South Africa. 1940 to 1942, he became a Hafiz there. My husband was Ali. So then he, I don't know the certain life in it. I was not born. Then he came here, he went to Leslie. So my mother used to tell him, Mama Ji, in was still like du'a karwano. I know they speak Gujarati. So I didn't know Gujarati, I don't know what this and he take me in his hand and he embraced embrace me like this, you see. <laughs> and he make dua, dua, dua. But I knew one thing, when he used to do that, I used to love it. I said, this man is a Buzruk, he's a Waliullah, you understand? He was Naqshbandi and this type of thing. So I still remember his spectacles, his Zulfa and everything, you know. So very, very pious Buzruk. Even now when I pass there, I go by his grave and all that. So that's our first Sheikh, Hazrat Muhammad Zubair Alin, Nawarallahu <laughs> Then when we studying, studying all that in Karachi, then 77 I went there. To Jalalabad. You understand? So then I become worried of Hazrat Muhammad Masihullah Khan Sab. Hazrat Muhammad has passed away in 67. On a Friday in Muharram. I was there for janaza also. <laughs> and after that, my life started. 68 started heaps and all that with Allah's help. So then, Hazrat Ji then. Then Hazrat Ji passed away. Now who? So now I look, look, look. Then I find Haji farooq Sab. You see? So Haji farooq Sab is the big like Khalifa of Hazrat Ji. So this type of thing. So I have to, have to I look with him and all this type of thing. So now he passed away. Now who? So now we go by Hazard Mufti Zawal So We Hazard Mufti Zawal first students. You must remember that. Mm. That when Hazard Mufti Zawal he was appointed, he came from, from his place there, that Surhert side, frontier province and all that, to Karachi in 72. So when he came there, he was studying himself and this, there. Uh, then seventy four that Azad al bin Nuri, rahimahullah, made him and appointed him a teacher, and we were his first batch there to study by him in Karachi. So from seventy four till now, yesterday I spoke to Azad also, with Allah's help and Allah's mercy. So make dua for Azad Mufti sahab and his honorable wife, both not too well. Allah give them Shifa, Shifa Kamil, and so forth. Anyway, so then, now we were at Azad, you see. I want to tell you two things about this whole thing here. You all just become murid, just like a fashion, you know. Mm-hmm. That one person, he came by, oh, you do He said, Molana, uh, I want to become bet, I want to become bet. He say, you want to become bet, bet, you must go by Hashim Amla. He'll teach you how to bet. You understand? So bet, 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 he had all that. So he say, oh, if you want to become ah, you come by me. You want mm-hmm. to learn bet, 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 you go by Hashim Amla. He'll teach you all that. People, yes, you know. So, then, they must be, What we call munasaba. That there must be, you'll understand, that compatibility. You see, like husband wife, if you want a good, solid marriage with Allah's help, there must be compatibility. You must have that unity of thought. Both of you must think alike. So same thing here, you must remember that when you want to become murid and all that, like the example I gave of your doctor, you got 30, 40 doctors, in Lens we got over 100, doctors, but we only go to one or two. So you must remember that, not that the others are bad, but I, this one is good for me, finish and clear. So you must have compatibility, you must be on the same, like, you understand, ideas and so forth. And second one, when your ustad or your sheikh tell you something, and you know he's speaking the truth, and is a weakness we have, then you must accept it. And today we're not prepared to accept mm. it because our pride gets the better of us. <laughs> then we say, ah, the sheikh is no good. You see? That is a big problem today. So remember these two things here. Number one, compatibility, munasaba, And second one is this, that if you're saying this is your murshid, your pirsab, your sheikh, whatever, the good things he tells you and you see that you're getting upset and that, then you want to leave him. So that's a sign we're not a talib, a sadiq. We're not truthful. You must remember in our quest to become a better Muslim, to become a better ambassador. We want the Sheikh that everything we say he must be We want to make the Sheikh our student. You understand? So that... So, so no, no, no. You, all this is, I'll do my way. You understand? So if you do your way, it's like the doctor tells you that you must not eat, you understand? Red meat, you mustn't eat tomatoes, mm. you mustn't eat this. you've got gout, you say, hey, doctor, go fly a kite, may I eat everything? Seafood, whatever. I see I eat <laughs> You understand? So simple example So you have to be Very very Sincere And dedicated Then you will find This type of thing And go read the books Of Hazrat Mu'attani And all these kind of things Then inshallah You will find out Barakallahu feek Salaamu alaikum Wa rahmatullah.
0: Wa alaikum salam Wa rahmatullahi Wa barakatuh wa
1: sahalel Marcus Sahaba Online Radio,
0: empowering the Ummah. <laughs>